Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Hadass Kuznets with Laurel Burmeister, tour manager here at Shane Confectionery, 110 Market Street. And we're talking about their event here that they're having, especially for Halloween. It's called Consumed Tales from the Candy Crypt. It takes place on Fridays and Saturdays, October 20th and 21st, and the 27th and the 28th, the last two weekends of the month. So what is Consumed, Laurel? So Consumed is an immersive storytelling experience at Shane Confectionery. It's similar to a haunted house, but instead of jump scares, we give delicious candy and spooky confectionery history. This year we're focusing on supernatural characters that were popularized in the Victorian era and the very real related histories of infectious disease, folk remedies, and confectionery cures that came about uh, around that time. Can you tell me a little bit about the kind of research that you had to do in order to put the event together? Yeah, so it's a lot of literary history. So reading, rereading Dracula, rereading all those, all those stories, um, and then looking into confectionery journals. What are people trying to sell for cures in the 19th century? So we looked up a lot of ads for that, a lot of herbalist books. There are a lot of online catalogs for that, which is great. (laughs) So what did people believe that candy could cure? And what kind of candies and what kind of diseases? So we actually have one example for this event. We meet a werewolf who's trying to find a cure for lycanthropy. And for a long time, the very real symptoms of rabies, like the foaming at the mouth and the violence and the mood swings after an animal bite, were culturally tied to werewolves. A lot of herbalist cures make no distinction between rabies and lycanthropy. So it's basically the ability to shapeshift into a werewolf. So (laughs) rabies and lycanthropy were one and the same for a lot of people. What was the cure for that? Taking the hair from the dog that bit you, putting it into some sort of concoction. We made our own hair of the dog, which is actually a cotton candy that looks like the fur of a dog. How does the tour work? So over the course of the journey, uh, visitors will be guided through our shop and our kitchens and meet sort of the infamous 19th century authors and characters and the monsters. They'll talk about that blurred interpretation of natural and supernatural afflictions. And they'll let us try those delicious medicinal and magical remedies. So what do people get to try? So we've got cotton candy. Definitely chocolate. We have a uh, dark and stormy bonbon because what is uh, the start of a haunted Halloween adventure without a dark and stormy night? So people in the shop are dressed up. Yes. So they're going to be dressed up in uh, Victorian attire, um, again, looking like the characters or the monsters that we're interpreting. What would you say was the scariest part of the Victorian era? Probably all of the cures that people were peddling back then. Some contained arsenic, sometimes they unintentionally, usually, high levels of opium, morphine. So people would overdose on these things. So the cure was sometimes scarier than the actual ailment. What gave you guys the idea to do a haunted house, essentially, in the candy shop? Firstly, the Burley brothers who own... Shane Confectionery are super into Halloween. Everybody here is super into dressing up. They love it. This context sort of seems seems ideal. Shane was built in the 19th century, so the characters in the folklore that were made popular during the Victorian era would 
fit right in. Gothic literature and Halloween had a spike in popularity right when confectioners like Shane were becoming part of the American culture. We really can't compete with the ubiquitousness of bite-sized, fun-sized candy bars, but we sort of can provide a peek into one of the golden ages of the holiday by sharing this history and that special spooky feeling. What's your favorite part about this event? I love looking into the history of herbal cures, the relationship between confections and medicine. It's interesting because like food and medicine, they kind of go together. Yeah, definitely. And that also goes with the Franklin Fountain next door. Soda fountains used to be dispensing medicine as well. So we have the Franklin Fountain over there, which has its roots in pharmacy culture. And then we have chocolate, which has a history of being medicinal. As soon as it was brought over to Europe from the New World, people immediately saw its medical potential from cocoa butter salves to drinking chocolate, which is like life-giving. And even cordials what we think of as cordials today, like cherry cordials. They used to contain a bitter medicine and then be wrapped in chocolate to sort of make it more accessible to people and more tasty. Is that why they're known to being like boozy? Exactly. Yeah. So a lot of tinctures, a lot of medicines used to be alcohol based. That's where the danger comes in with a lot of these Victorian medicines. That's actually pretty fascinating. What was the most interesting thing that you learned as you were doing the research for this event? Definitely medicinal cannibalism. So we have a recipe that we found that was from the 17th century by a physician by the name of Thomas Willis. And he promoted chocolate and skull powder as a cure for cerebral ailments like mood swings. You're not serving that here at the shop, are you? We actually might be on the tour, so look out for that. (laughs) You could look forward to that. So spooky. It's a small tour, right? It's a small tour. People know the culture that's been built around Halloween now, but they don't know the spookier side of candy and its roots. So having people just learn that is really great. How do people get tickets and how much are they? So you can go online. You could visit our website. It's www.shanecandies.com or tinyurl.com slash shaneevents. Uh, They're $25 each. And it's, again, the 20th, 21st, 27th, and 28th. That's Friday and Saturday, the last two Fridays and Saturdays of October. $25 for a 45-minute tour, some spooks and candies as well. Yep, that's it. Laurel Burmeister, thank you so much. She's tour manager of Shane Confectionery here at 110 Market Street. Thank you. Thank you so much. And happy Halloween. You too. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.